Welcome to the self-love revolution. I'm Ashley, a mental health therapist and self-love coach, and I'm here to simplify self-love and share how it's possible for any woman. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the self-love revolution podcast. I am so excited to talk about something today that I am just so passionate about. Obviously, I'm passionate about self-love, but this is something that I think a lot of people struggle with, and so let's dive into this. We're going to talk about emotional eating. So, what is emotional eating? Emotional eating, and we'll go more into this, emotional eating is eating because of your emotions or eating without being aware of your emotions or why you're eating. So we're going to talk about emotional eating today. How many of you eat without actually really thinking about what you're eating? You're looking at your phone, you're watching TV, you put another bite into your mouth without even thinking about it, or maybe you've had a really hard day and you're going through a really tough time in your life. Do you reach for the comfort food? The chips, the pizza, the ice cream? I'm not saying that these foods are bad. No foods are bad in moderation. What I'm saying is you are emotional eating. You aren't eating because of your emotions or you are eating because of your emotions, not because your body needs the food or you're hungry. You're eating because of how you feel. Before I go more into emotional eating, let's take a step back and look at what food does for us. So food most mostly gives us energy but food also increases positive mood it provides clarity for our brain because it's fueling our brain it provides focus it literally improves our memory and improves our sleep of course depending on what food we're taking in, and that's a whole different story, but it provides a healthy, functioning body. And then this is a topic for a whole other time, but when we eat, we fuel our gut, and our gut is directly linked to our brain. And 70% of our immune system is controlled by our gut. So when we put food in our body, we're literally fueling our body and our brain. So we're able to think clearly, we're able to do the things that we need to do, and that's why we see an increased mood and memory and clarity because when we fuel our body, we are fueling our brain. When we emotionally eat... We're not doing any of these things. We are fueling our emotions, not our body. Not only are we fueling our emotions, 
we are numbing our emotions. We are trying to drown out our emotions. So we're stuffing our bodies with food so we can drown out the emotions. Do you relate to this? It might be completely unconscious. You might not even be aware that you're doing this, but I bet when the time comes, you are feeling all these emotions, you're overwhelmed with your emotions, what do you go for? And I'm saying this out of a place of, I've been there, you know, um, I've reached for the pizza when I'm upset. I've reached for the ice cream when I'm upset. So you emotionally eat to drown out the emotions. But then you feel guilt, shame, frustration that you're eating because of your emotions. You're unhappy with the cycle. So the negative feelings actually lead to more negative feelings. These feelings of overwhelm, sadness, frustration, um, disappointment, they, they just lead to more of those feelings, more frustration, more unhappiness. But then we add on the guilt, the shame. This really causes a spiral and we continue to eat our feelings away to forget about what we're going through. By the way, little disclaimer, this can also go both ways because I know a lot of people struggle with restricting food intake when they're feeling negative emotions. So I I do know that this can go both ways and what I'm about to share really can help whether you're emotionally eating or restricting because of your emotions. So really tune into this. What can you do about it? When you are struggling with emotional eating or you're struggling with um, not wanting to eat because of your emotions... Here are some things. I'm going to give you three things that you can do to prevent emotional eating. Number one, become aware of your eating patterns. Awareness is the first step to change. So ask yourself if you're eating to fuel your body or to numb your emotions. And when you become aware of that, you'll find ways to change the behavior, but you have to be aware of it first. Number two, replace the behavior. So this is after you have become aware of the behavior, you can then replace the behavior. Find something to replace the food. You can use distraction, self-care, pets, family, Whatever helps you to get through the negative emotions. Now, hear me say, I'm not saying to suppress the feelings. 
I'm not saying to ignore the feelings. I'm saying replace the behavior and then move on to step three. Don't ignore the feelings, but find something to replace the food. And then process the feelings. Once you've come to a place of a a little more peace, um, maybe not peace, but calm, when you've calmed down from the emotion a little bit, then it's time to process the feeling. Feelings literally get stored in our body if we don't process them. And so it's so important to let out our feelings and to process our feelings. So the two best ways to do that are journaling and talking to someone. They're really simple. You can find a random piece of paper and journal for three minutes about your feelings or literally just make a list of your feelings to let it out. Just that release of letting your feelings out. Talk through it with someone, a coach, a therapist. Find someone who kind of has an outside perspective, but that can help you work through these feelings to process them, to um, learn how to cope with them. And that will help you work through the feelings whether rather than drowning the feelings. Rather than eating our emotions, we are processing our emotions. For me, when I joined a community of women working toward being their happiest and healthiest selves, that's when I started creating positive habits instead of turning to things like food. I no longer needed food because I had tools to help me cope with my emotions. So here's what I challenge you with. Let's separate feelings from food. Let's separate feelings from food. I know that's easier said than done, but if you use the three steps I gave you today, it is possible. I promise you change is possible. And I hope that you believe that. That as l- even if you have been stuck in this pattern for years, it is possible to change. And if you are ready to ditch the emotional eating and love your body, I'm hosting a live workshop on March 19th, and I would love for you to join to come learn more about how you can ditch that emotional eating and learn to truly, truly love your body. You can visit ashleycardmaterial.com for more info, and I really hope to see you there. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I truly hope you take the challenge to separate feelings from food. And I hope to see you at the workshop on the 19th. Thanks for listening to the Self-Love Revolution podcast. Make sure you subscribe and visit selflovevolutionpodcast.com for more resources. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks again for joining me, Ashley. 
in this episode of the Self-Love Revolution podcast. I'll see you next time.